Hey, welcome to the Create a Life That Is Beautiful podcast. I'm your host, Letitia Ringe, and this is the space to be for high vibe people looking to create a beautiful life and business. Let's do this. Welcome back to the podcast, my beautiful friends. I am Letitia Ringe, your host, and it's a pleasure to be here with you all today. Today on this episode, we're going to talk about when is it time to leave a romantic relationship. I'm going to take you through how to make that decision consciously, because what we're talking about here on the podcast is conscious relationships. Now, what you learn in today's episode, you can also use and apply to any decision that you need to make in your life, because we're really talking about conscious decisions. So if you're deciding whether to leave a relationship in another form that is not romantic, like a friendship, a family relationship, or even a working relationship, you can use the process I'm going to share with you in this episode. In addition, if you're making a decision in any other area of your life, for instance, deciding whether to leave a place of employment or to leave a business or something else that is about making a decision that particularly you're finding hard to make, this episode is going to give you lots of tools and tips to help you make that decision with more consciousness and therefore with more love and awareness, which will always lead you in the right direction. Now, before we dive into today's episode, I also want to remind you why we're talking about conscious relationships and why this subject matters so much to your own personal development and how it can also transform and up-level every other area of your life in what I've discovered to be the biggest and most powerful way. In the past, I really thought that business was the most powerful way to quickly and deeply transform and up-level one's life. And it is, it definitely is because we're putting ourselves in positions of discomfort all the time, which means you're going to be triggered and you're going to become aware of all of your limitations more frequently. However, what I didn't realize is that romantic relationships are even more than business in terms of triggers and in terms of putting your limitations right in front of you. And the reason for that is you have another person witnessing you when you are in a relationship and all of your stuff is going to come up within that sacred container. And then therefore that person becomes a mirror to you and you're able to see yourself more clearly if you're willing to look. And that's what a conscious relationship is all about. So recap, there are two episodes on conscious relationships and the conscious relationship cycle. We'll link both of those in the show notes for this episode. And I also want to let you know that the previous episode was all about a process that my inner voice gave to me that I downloaded all about letting go. So that will also help, particularly if the decision you make uh, about whether to leave a relationship or anything else in your life is one that is in the affirmative. So go back and listen to that episode if you haven't already. Now, the reason a conscious relationship matters in the greater scheme of things other than just your personal development is that the person that you spend the most time in your life with is going to be your romantic partner. And as you've probably heard before, we are the sum of the five closest people to us. So who you choose to share your life with really matters. 
Thriving relationships allow you to create more abundance in your life and more love in your life. And you deserve to experience that. You also deserve to feel fulfilled in your relationship. And the only way you'll be able to figure out how to do that is by approaching the relationship consciously. Unsatisfying relationships cost you your energy and your life force. If you've had yourself wrapped up in the decision of whether to leave a relationship, you know this so well. Or if you've been settling within your romantic relationship and not having the conscious communication and conversations that you need to be having with your partner in order to resolve the distance you feel with each other, that is also costing you and your life force as well. The person who is meant to be with you, if you're not meant to be with the person that you're in a relationship with currently, is waiting for you. And if you're single and wanting to be in a relationship, also know that the person who you're meant to be in a relationship is waiting for you. So all we need to do is step out of our own way to be in alignment with that. And we do that through approaching the exact phase of the relationship cycle that you're in right now consciously. And you will learn exactly how to do that through listening to the content I share with you on this podcast. I'm here to help you do that. Approaching your relationship consciously is a totally new skill for most of us. We've never learned how to do this. It hasn't been modeled to us. And frankly, the examples that we have of relationships around us are usually quite terrible. So pay attention to what you're learning in all of the material I share on this topic because it will transform your relationships and it will completely uplevel and expand your life. It matters. Now, without further ado, let's dive into today's episode, which is all about when is it time to leave a romantic relationship. The first thing to know on this subject is there is no right or wrong decision. And the reason you want to approach this phase of the relationship cycle in this way is because the more you tell yourself the story that there is a right or wrong decision or that there is a right or wrong answer, the more pressure you will place upon yourself to make the decision. And we all know what happens when we place pressure on ourselves to make a decision. We rush the decision. We don't make it from a place of consciousness. And therefore, we may end up making a decision that is wrong for us at that moment in our life. Instead, you want to come from a place of calmness, a place of connection, a place of openness, a place of space. And the only way you'll do that is by telling yourself the story, because they're all optional stories that we tell ourselves, that there is no right or wrong answer. That will relieve the pressure and give you space for clarity from your inner wisdom, which is the only place to be making this decision from, to arrive. You'll be able to hear it the more you allow yourself to release that pressure. So I want you to think that there is no right or wrong answer or decision to be made here, but there is a right way to approach the decision-making process. And that is through a lens of consciousness, which as you'll remember is from love and from awareness, which you will only get to the more you give yourself space and time to connect with your inner wisdom. 
The second point I want to make here is that no one knows better than you. (laughs) I know that you have probably been trying to get other people in your life to make the decision for you. You might have been seeking permission from others, from friends, from family members, just hoping that anyone will give you the permission or the sign that you're looking for to make the decision that you truly want to make. You might even be looking for signs and symbols from the universe. No one knows better than you. Take your power back and go within yourself to make the decision. That's what we do in coaching. We help you to access your own inner wisdom so that you can decide, you can get permission from within yourself to make the decision that you want to make and so that you ultimately ultimately make the right decision for you. No one knows better than you. And I know from experience, from personal experience, whenever I've done this in the past, no matter what the other person told me, I usually rebelled against that. And then I would flip flop to the other side, like defending the other position. And so the impact of that on your relationships outside of the romantic relationship is quite damaging. Don't put yourself in that position. Allow yourself to make the decision. And what you can say to the people around you is, hey, I just want to, I want you to be a sounding board. So I'm just going to tell you like what's going through my head. And if you can repeat that back at me without giving me any advice or without trying to influence me in any way, that is the support that I need right now. That would be a beautiful way to do it. But just recognize that Your friends and family members are humans. They have their own points of view and judgment, and they're not highly trained coaches who are trained in holding neutral, objective space so that you can make the decision that's right for you. One of the things we do as coaches is learn how to hold that neutral space. It is very hard because as a coach, you have your coaching hat on, but then you're also there as a human with all of your own judgments from life. We train ourselves not to let that impact the coaching session. And that's why it can be so beneficial, particularly when you're making big decisions like this, because you will find it very rare to find that space held for you in the way that you actually need. The next thing I want to share with you is to be really careful of who you discuss it with in general. The reasons that people stay in relationships for far too long or the reason that people leave relationships far too early are because of the limiting stories we have as humans about relationships. I know that when I was in family law, one of the top reasons that people ended up staying in a relationship for too long was because they either had children involved and they wanted to wait until they became adults or left the family home, or it was financial reasons. So sometimes, and predominantly it was the woman in the relationship felt financially trapped, like she couldn't leave until she had her own finances in order, or perhaps she felt like she didn't have any skills to go and get the employment that she needed to support herself. So she stayed in the relationship for far too long. Sometimes it's because of the cost of the separation itself. After you are in a relationship, you then need to have two households rather than one. And so people can use that as a reason not to leave the relationship. 
In other times, it's because of mental health. Perhaps your partner is depressed or experiencing a mental health challenge right now. And so you feel guilty for leaving them, or perhaps you're experiencing that right now. And so you feel like you can't make a good decision for you. In that situation, I would definitely make sure that you take yourself through therapy and allow yourself to uh, get to a place where you feel like you're able to really calmly and clearly make this decision. Other reasons people stay in a relationship for too long include addiction. So someone might be facing problems with addiction. Maybe it's drugs, maybe it's alcohol, maybe it's gambling, maybe it's something else. And so again, they, uh, you might feel guilty to leave that person or it might be putting a lot of strain on the relationship or you yourself might be using the addiction to escape the decision-making process. Yeah. And then, of course, there's also just general fear, right? We don't want to leave relationships because it means our identity changes. It means our life as we know it changes. And so there can be a lot of fear there. Now, the reasons that we stay in relationships for too short a time where we might leave prematurely is often because of attachment uh, styles that we have. For instance, if you're avoidant, then you've, then you've probably got one foot out the door most of the time. I know that something in my brain, it'll be like, okay, we should just leave. Whenever there's a problem, okay, we should just leave. And I've had to really train myself to be able to still have that thought go off in my head, but then not to act from it, to breathe it in, to sit with it, and to allow myself the gift of actually um, acting from a place of consciousness and not reacting from an old program that I've um adopted to protect myself because of situations that have nothing to do with the relationship that I'm in right now. If you're anxious, you might also be looking for, oh, my partner's going to leave me, right? And that anxiety can become so much that you feel, listen, I just got to leave this because if I leave the relationship, then I'm not going to feel this anxiety anymore. Well, we don't want to do that either because the anxiety is the attachment style that you have and you want to get used to, okay, that attachment style can go off and that's okay. I'm going to allow myself to breathe it in again, to feel that anxiety. And then I'm going to make the decision from a place of consciousness rather than reacting from this attachment program. And as you can see, whether you're avoidant or anxious or anxious avoidant, which is a mishmash of both of them, you are really, it's the same thing, right? It's simply fear and it's definitely not to do with the situation that's happening in front of you right now. It's because of your lifetime of buildup of of looking at the world in this way and protecting yourself in this way. So it's really hard to look at the situation in front of you with consciousness and really see it for what it is. So the reason I say all of this is when it comes to discussing your relationship with other people and the decision you want to make, we all have our own attachment styles. We all have our own reasons for staying in relationships for too long or leaving relationships far quicker. And usually we're telling ourselves like not the truth. We're telling ourselves some story and then we're looking at you and your situation through that and all of the experiences we've had. And then we're giving you recommendations and advice from that lens. Honestly, getting advice from friends and family is the worst thing that you could do. And that's the same for business. It's the same for uh, 
your romantic partner, anything that's very significant, do not talk about it with friends and family unless you can trust them to be that neutral sounding board. And then don't look to all of the conditioning that you've had through movies and the news and television. Honestly, look around at the quality of the relationships you see and ask yourself, is that really conscious and is that really expansive? And is the reason that I don't want to be in a relationship because of the terrible examples around me, know that you can create something that is so much better than the examples that you see. And in order to do that, you've got to break away from the noise around you. And the way you can do that is be really careful of who you discuss it with. The next thing I want you to know is that there isn't a three-step plan. It's a process. This phase and the reason I've decided to insert it in the conscious relationship cycle as a phase in and of itself is because it is a process. It's an unfolding. And if you approach it with the view that this is exactly where I'm meant to be and I'm meant to be going through this, then you can actually use the phase to support you to become more connected with yourself. And if you do decide to stay with your partner, with your partner as well. And actually, even if you decide to leave your partner, you can use this phase to come to a deeper place of connection with them too. Because the truth is, whatever's right for you is right for your partner. And what is it, whatever is right for your partner is right for you. So whatever decision you decide, it is right for both of you. The only thing that matters is like what I said, is that you make it from a place of consciousness where you're able to hear the truth, the wisdom from within yourself. So today, the process that I'm going to give you is how to make your decision from a place of consciousness. And what I want you to know is that it's all about the way you think throughout the decision-making process and this phase of the conscious relationship cycle. The way you think about the decision itself, the way you think about your partner, and the way you think about yourself throughout this phase matters. The way you're thinking right now is what is causing you to feel urgency, to feel confusion, to feel disconnected, lonely, trapped, apathetic, guilty, ashamed, chaotic, afraid. You can come from a place where you feel connected, clear, open, appreciative, conscious and present and even loving simply through shifting the thoughts and the stories and the opinions and the beliefs that you're feeding yourself. Now, I know that you're still going to have these default programs going on. You're still going to have thoughts that create feelings of disconnection. But notice when you feel disconnected and allow yourself to feel disconnected, but then don't continue to give that story that's creating the feeling of disconnection any more fuel. You want to pause and feel the disconnection. And then you want to ask yourself, is this really helpful in making the decision that I need to make? No, because disconnection is not coming from a place of consciousness. So you want to ask yourself, okay, well, what stories, what opinions, what beliefs, what thoughts could I feed myself right now that allow me to feel connected with myself, with my wisdom, with my partner? What stories will help me to feel this way? 
And then that will lead you to feeling clearer as well and to receiving wisdom from within yourself and through hopefully arriving at a decision ultimately that comes from a place of consciousness. So let me give you an example. Here is what most of you are thinking and feeling and how that leads you to then behaving and then therefore to coming to a decision from a place of not being conscious and then ultimately ruining your relationship with your partner in the process. So you're thinking thoughts like, I don't know whether I should stay or leave. We're just not in the same place anymore. I can't leave because, insert whatever your reason is, I don't know if I can have a better relationship or life than this. There's no point. I don't want to be in this, but I have to stay. I shouldn't be thinking this or feeling this way. Notice how these thoughts create feelings of confusion, of disconnection, of loneliness, of feeling trapped, of feeling apathetic, of feeling guilty or even ashamed. And when you feel this way because you're thinking these thoughts, this is when we let other people make our decisions for us. We lie instead of consciously deciding. We lie to ourselves. We lie to our partner. We definitely don't consciously communicate with our partner. We don't make a decision. So you get stuck in indecision with that indecision sucking away your energy from your business, from your other relationships, from your creative projects, from your health and causing further problems for you down the line. You might blame your partner for the way you're feeling when really it's because of the thoughts you're thinking. You might overwork and avoid making a decision, or maybe you start drinking or overdrink or overeat, and not only are you avoiding making the decision or listening to yourself or even just allowing yourself to enjoy this phase of the, of the conscious relationship cycle, but you're now also creating future problems for yourself where you're going to feel burned out or you're going to put on weight or not be healthy or have a hangover, you know, like you're creating future problems for yourself. You're almost beating yourself up because your thoughts are also beating yourself up. You might spend more time buffering in other ways, like watching television, right? And one of the things I notice is that when we're really craving something from outside of our relationship, and instead of actually having the conversation consciously with your partner in a way that will inspire them to to give you what you need, you might be vicariously getting that fix through TV and movies. For instance, on Netflix, if you have a look at the top uh, movies and TV shows, often they are uh, targeting women and it's about sex and relationships. It's meeting a need that so many women feel like they're not getting from their relationship that we then go and get from TV. So we've, we then like get our fix and then you go back to your relationship and then you just feel like unfulfilled, but you use the TV to then fix that gap. That is so sad when it could be available for you right now. You know, one of the things I did while I was dating is I stopped watching any dating shows. And I love dating shows because like I said, I've been studying relationships my whole life. I love dating shows. I watch them. I analyze them. And uh, and then I sit there and I think this is the recommendations I'd give that person. While I was going through dating myself, I had a friend say to me, well, whatever you're watching is because you want that in some way. So you want to be dating. So rather than watching dating shows, I decided to go out and date myself. And it was amazing because immediately I was out there doing it myself. 
You might also not take steps to improve your relationship. You might not make a decision either way. You don't communicate with your partner. You don't get coaching to help you make a decision or you don't get couples counseling to help you both make a decision. You don't educate yourself. You don't take a break from the relationship so that you can see whether with some distance apart and time apart from each other, whether that gives you some clarity as well. And so ultimately you stay in indecision and you make it impossible to create the relationship that you desire, or you even just blow up the relationship that you have that you might ultimately decide you want to stay in. (laughs) So it's not a great result that we're creating for ourselves. And this is the way most people who are not approaching this part of the process with consciousness are doing it. And that's the people that you're then going to and asking for advice from. Not cool. (laughs) So this is what it could look like instead. You tell yourself thoughts like, either way, we'll make the decision that's right for us. We should be experiencing this. This isn't a problem. I know exactly what I want to do. We will figure it out. What's right for me is right for you too. I'm taking the time to explore why I want to leave to make sure it's coming from the right place. I love you and this is a decision we need to make. I will make all decisions from love. Notice how these thoughts, which are stories, opinions, beliefs that you can choose to think and believe at any point, create feelings of connection, clarity, openness, appreciation, consciousness, presence, love. And then from that energy you create within yourself, it allows you to take steps to make a decision to go within to answer the question, to get support like coaching or therapy to make the decision, to have conscious conversations with your partner, to consciously communicate with your partner, to explore different possibilities contributing to the way you're feeling. And the result of this is that you will make a powerful decision that allows both of you to move forward consciously and in love. And if you ultimately decide not to be in the relationship, to have a much better post-relationship relationship. And if you do decide to stay in the relationship, to have a relationship together that hasn't been worn down through this process. Now, the truth of the matter is that we're all making the decision unconsciously every day to stay in or leave a relationship. Now, ultimately, we don't want to constantly have this decision like on the table because that creates doesn't. Well, it doesn't create safety for either party in the relationship. But we are with our actions, with our choices, we choose to stay in a relationship every day. So you're never trapped. The choice is yours. You have the freedom to decide. But if you decide to stay in a relationship, Or if you decide to be in this process where you're deciding whether to stay in the relationship, be in the relationship or be in that phase of the relationship cycle fully. Allow yourself to to be there fully and consciously and presently. There's nothing wrong. You're only going to be in this phase for as long as it needs to be and be there fully. Don't fight where where you are and tell yourself it's wrong. Tell yourself you're in the right place. The actions you take from there will get you to focus on yourself first, 
go get yourself support so that you can sort out the noise and get to the bottom of how you actually think and feel on the subject. And it will allow you to focus on your relationship too. So that if the relationship itself needs support in order to improve it, or if your partner needs support, you'll be able to go and get that. Don't try to do it all alone and don't try to do it just between you and your partner. This is why we have people like me and counseling and therapists and coaches and mentors. We have these for a reason. When you're up close to the details, it's hard to see what your problem is. I know that when I was experiencing this phase for myself, I desperately wanted someone to come into my life like literally into my day and into my life and just tell me what I was doing wrong because I was stuck in indecision for so long. I couldn't get myself to make the decision because of what I was making it mean. And that literally cost me so much in terms of the energy I had to give in the other areas of my life. And it was costing me my health. And so that's why I say, be in this phase fully. Don't see it as a problem. Give yourself everything you need to make the decision consciously. And then whatever you decide, allow yourself to live that fully. Five last tips for you. Come to a place of appreciation first. This is the advice we always give, no matter what the decision is you're going to make. If you're deciding whether to leave your business, a job, any relationship, Come to a place of appreciation first, because if you come from a place of like hating on it, then you're only going to attract more of what you're hating in the next relationship or the next job or the next business. You've got to come to a place where you clean up all of the beliefs that you have that are creating this feeling of dissatisfaction and, and, um, and not appreciating what you have and instead come to a place of appreciation first. Even if you listen to the last episode all about letting go, you'll hear my inner voice talk about that a lot. Why would you taint something that you're deciding whether to leave? It's just, it doesn't make any sense, but we do it to try to make the decision easier. And in the process, we just like blow up in our mind what we've spent the last however many years creating. Don't do that to yourself. You made the right decision then and you're making the right decision for yourself now. So love on your past self and love on your present self. The second tip is conscious communication. Now, this is a skill that most of us don't know how to do. I will do a podcast episode on it in the future. If you work with me as your coach, you will be learning how to consciously communicate. We start with consciously communicating with yourself, and then you'll learn how to consciously communicate with other people. It's not a one and done thing. It is a practice, and it's something that you'll probably want to shrink away from again and again and again. But the more you lean into conscious communication, oh my gosh, the more freedom you will experience because you'll you'll be able to show up authentically and honestly in your in your relationships and with yourself. And you'll create a space where your partner can do that, too. And with that, you'll both be able to take that into the other areas of your life in the world and feel like you can be yourself fully. I can't even tell you how important and powerful this is. The third tip is to get yourself support. Really, this is a phase where coaching is needed the most. For me personally, ultimately, when I made the decision finally to leave, it was because I had one conversation with a coach who was supporting me on business. I had, I used that call to talk about 
where I was at and the decision I wanted to make and how I was feeling about it. And by the end of that call, I was able to know what the decision is I needed to make and be able to leave. And ultimately that allowed me to transform my life. And I really believe if I didn't have that conversation, I probably would still be where I was. And and being able to have the benefit of hindsight, all I wish I had have done was just honor that calling a lot sooner. That would have been better for me and also better for my partner. And we both ultimately knew that. It's just we were telling ourselves really poor stories about what it meant if we broke up. The fourth tip I have is consider couples uh, counseling or coaching as well, because as a couple, there are so many habits we get into in the way that we communicate with each other, which means that even just communicating on this topic can feel like you're going in circles. You're, it's hard to see outside of the habits you've created together. And the real reason for why you might want to leave each other could be resolved through getting perspective on what is actually the problem here. It's probably actually got little to do with the way you're relating with each other, but the re- the way you're relating with yourselves. So couples counseling is a beautiful path that I recommend you consider with your partner before you leave the relationship, if both parties are willing to do that. And you can also consider couples coaching. So for instance, with my conscious relationship coaching, you could choose to do that on your own, or you could choose to do that with your partner. And the focus of that would be on the relationship as the entity itself and how you're both contributing to that. Or you can get your own singular coaching where you're going and focusing more on you and your how you're contributing to the relationship, right? And then the fifth and final tip is I highly recommend you consider taking a break if you've been trying to make this decision for a long time. Because if you take a break, which could simply be, hey, I'm just going to go and like live somewhere else or travel somewhere else so that we can have some physical distance and experience what it's like not to be living with each other every day, that space might, that physical space might actually help you to receive the clarity you need. Or you might actually just want to take a full break where you say we're not in a relationship for a period of time so that we can make this decision. It's neither is right or wrong. They're just options and they can help to receive clarity when you felt really, really stuck. Now, obviously the way you communicate this with your partner needs to be very consciously done and sensitively done, but know that that is an option and a possible pathway that might actually lead you to improving your relationship uh, if you approach it in that conscious way. Okay, my beautiful friends. So I know that it's a really hard phase to be in and it can feel like there's a lot of fear and uh, a lot of pressure on you, but hopefully through everything I've shared today, you realize that it's not a wrong place to be in, that you're in the right place, that you will make the right decision if you simply listen within yourself and that you can get support during this crucial phase. Now, I have two options to support you. I have my three-month conscious relationship coaching program. You can find the details at com forward slash coaching and submit your application 
location. And I'm now offering a 90 minute deep dive session. This is so for those of you who feel like you can't and aren't ready to commit to a three month coaching program for yourself, you can give yourself the gift of a 90 minute session so that you can help to sort through how you're feeling and we can get you to a place of consciousness so that you can make the decision that from that place, or perhaps you'll even get the clarity that you need within the session uh, about what decision you want to make. And you can find the details for that and book yourself in at LetitiaRinge.com forward slash deep dive. Okay, everybody, I'm going to leave it there. I send you all so much love and I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Create a Life That Is Beautiful podcast. I'm your host, Letitia Ringe, and I appreciate you so much. If you would like support one-to-one as you up-level your life, business, or relationships in a conscious, intentional, and love-focused way, then head to letitiaringe.com forward slash coaching. I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye. <laughs>